Welcome to Galveston Unscripted. Tonight, as we record, I'm going to have the honor of interviewing the great-great-grandson of Quanah Parker, the last war chief of the Comanche tribe, and his name is Nakona Burgess, and he is uh, one of the premier Native American artists in the world and happens to be a member of the Comanche Nation. So he's going to give a talk at the Bryan. I'm going to facilitate it. He'll do the talking, and I'll do the facilitating. So it ought to be a great event. We just had lunch, and we're going to do a podcast. I'm probably going to travel to New Mexico during the Comanche dances and stuff near Taos, and we'll do it there. But Because uh, that's some history. You know, I have gotten relatively recently a series of circumstances to come across my desk. I published a, a journal article, a scholarly article on some American Indian Matters and the Indian Trial, which also turned into a three-part podcast about, and that had to do with the Kiowa Indians tried in a civilian court for the first time in Texas, 1874. First time in the United States that Indian Raiders were tried in a civilian court. But really that story and my research has led me to become very involved in American Indian issues, both in my day job as a judge, where I'm involved with the American Law Institute and the Law of the American Indian and just a, a deep, deeper understanding of the history of Indian-Anglo relations, because you really just, and I say you, I mean, we, we are taught that it was a, a history of conflict, and it certainly was, but you know what's missing from that is what about the history of the Indian tribes themselves? And unfortunately, of course, they didn't record it. Mm-hmm. And so the traditional methods are not going to reveal a lot of the culture and intricacies of those tribes. We know about the war because the winners wrote the history, but we don't know about the Indian side really that mm-hmm. much. And um, so that's become very fascinating to me and, and somewhat sad because it's, you know, they were just people acting in their interests also, certainly different culture. But um, I don't know. I've just become fascinated. So there's going to be a lot more of that on Wise About Texas in the yeah. future. But, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited I didn't mean to, to digress. Into oh, that, no, you're great. Get me fired up. I've been talking about it for two hours. So. I love it. I love it. Uh, no, I mean, it, that leads me to to think about the local Indian tribe we had here, the Karankwa. Right. Right. And um, back to 1528, Alvar Nunez Cabeza de Vaca landed, whether it was on Galveston Island or close to it. Right. He encountered that tribe, right, uh, or tribes associated. It is fascinating. So, like, when people think of Texas history, you know, a lot on your your podcast, you're going back 200 years at least, right? Mm-hmm. But really, history goes back thousands of years and yeah. even traceable uh, firsthand accounts at least 500 years, Correct. right? Yeah. So, and the it, stories from then are the same as the stories from today. So Texas history is a story of, of pre-Spanish, pre-French, pre-American, where you had a series of Native American tribes vying for Texas, just like the six flags vied for Texas. And so you have the Comanches coming in and pushing out the Apache, for example, or what have you, and all the different Indian tribes in Texas. Those are stories of people trying to come to this rough, rough, very difficult place to make a living and and do that. And it's mm-hmm. a story of conquest and a story, all of that occurred long before any Europeans came here. And so that's Texas history too. And it's interesting. Are there any accounts that you've come across that you'll find a tribe or a tribal history more written or accessible than than others? Is there one that sticks out in your mind? No. The Kiowas would write down, they had a calendar, they called it a calendar, and they would record events that occurred since the last calendar. 
And um, I, I'd need to go look at my notes to know more details about that. One of those survives. I've seen it. Um, there was a, an author, historian, scholar, ologist really named, I think it's Mooney, who wrote about the Kiowa calendar um, and was able to talk to, you know, in the early 20th century, some of the mm-hmm. surviving Kiowa and learn a little bit more about it and transcribe some of it, et cetera. So we can see how they recorded events of the late 19th century to some degree. Mm-hmm. But it's not history like we think of it. Um, and so that's more difficult, yeah. you know, because but, – but if you think about it, so you think about oral history – and which is a lot of the Native American tradition. Why, why isn't that regular history? I think it is. But what they're doing is they're they're teaching some facts, but also less more important than the facts are the lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a wash in facts and forget the lessons. And uh, that's particularly acute in today's academy, which I can speak to because I'm part of it. And, you know, it's one thing if you want to talk about a narrow set of facts, that's fine. But you lose perspective when you do that. So. Mm. Galveston Unscripted. For historic resources or more information, check out the episode description.